Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, a good morning to all. Joe DeCamera and John Ritchie. By the way, today during the show, we're going to mix. So we got a little 2023 wrap-up stuff to do. Today on the program, we're going to mix in some of the more notable Twitter poll questions and answers from last year. Both things that the audience got right and things the audience got wrong. So we'll have some, some fun with that during today's show. Also, tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be a Haymaker show because tomorrow... We are going to try to drill down and figure out what is our 2023 drop of the year. Now, <laughs> there's a lot of contenders. I mean, there's a lot of things that happened on our program in 2023. Nipples were waxed. Beer was chugged. Uh, I mean, we had Summer of John. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we, you oh will hear God. a thank you. Don't worry. Uh, I mean, we had a lot of stuff. We had a toilet story at Fred Barnett's house. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that a Richard conversation, a Richard conversation. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we'll have a lot of fun tomorrow, each hour, some in the six o'clock hour, some seven, some eight, some nine. And then by the end of the program, we will determine what we believe and we will officially crown the drop of the year. And then year by year, we'll, we'll always have we'll, we'll see where it goes year by year. So anyway. That's today and tomorrow. And obviously, the first beat the hammer of 2024 tomorrow. It's back. It's been a little while. Um, that's right. We'll have that tomorrow. It's and been I, like three weeks or something. And I'm sure some of the hammer celebrations will be into drop of the year tomorrow. Yes. I think, you know, a little uh, of this action. <laughs> I went Caesar on his ass. Some of that type one of stuff. Them, yeah. One of them. All right. Let's welcome in our uh, next guest. We love talking Philly sports. So then there's a lot going on with the Eagles right now. We'll get to some Phil stuff with him as well. Our bud, our pal. Malvern Preps own, Mr. Ben Day. Hello, Ben. How are you doing? I'm great, man. I'm starting to feel a little better in the Eagles, not really because A.J. Brown and what he said, but it's just been a couple of days since that loss, and yeah. so I'm, I'm starting to wash it away a little bit. But uh, it has been a mess with our football. I mean, Ben, what happened to our football team, man? It's not ideal. No, <laughs> that's, that's one way to put it. <laughs> it's not ideal. Um, the wheels have fallen off. Yeah. Uh, they got to find a way to, to right the ship, obviously. But it's, it's looking bleak right now. Does AJ make you feel – does what he said yesterday make you feel a little better or not really? No. I, I just would have just kept my mouth shut if I were him. Um, I, I don't think it did anybody any good. Man, if he would have kept his mouth shut. That, that would have been a bigger problem, in my <laughs> Can opinion. Can you imagine? Well, you got it some if he point. he would have kept that going, man, today it would be another, ooh, he's still upset. Remember, we thought – Who thought, cares? At this we point, who cares? there was a problem Meaning what? between Meaning him what, and his head coach. Just go play better? Just go play better. 
at this point, what's it matter? What's he? What is? What does he say? It has no bearing. I don't think on how the team is performing. So at this point, I would say just keep your mouth shut. I give him credit for doing what he did, but I think at this point it's just you know what we have to play better as yeah. a team. Everybody's got to play. Better. And it sounds like you don't have great hope that that's likely because I don't. I just don't think they're good enough. Yeah, the, de- the de- I hope they are. Right. Listen, they have the personnel on offense, but I think they have bad scheme, and I think the defense is letting them down. I also think, I mean, Ben, you know my theory. I think they play some peekaboo with Jalen. Like, all this theory of, you know, let's do different stuff. I think the coach thinks the quarterback's more limited than the public thought. I would agree with that. Oh, come on, guys. I, we don't know that. I we don't, don't know, know it, but, John, it's what, my, it's what my instincts tell me. That. I'm not ready to say that. I'm not ready to say it. I, I still think they can flesh this out. Further, I still think just like they changed the offense at the end of 2017 to better suit Nick Foles. It's a different coaching change, staff. Yeah, I understand. That's right. They can change the offense to make it more complex to better fool our opponents. We don't have to be in a balanced formation every time we take the field. We don't have to stay stagnant and, and you know stationary without motion. We can run different ideas. We can run different route combinations. Uh, I'm excited that the sky's the limit because we really haven't put a whole lot out there in terms of complexity. And, and, you know, we can surprise everyone at the right time. I'm not saying it's likely. I'm saying it's possible. There's 16 games in, John. (laughs) So at what point are they going to do this? I'm not saying it's likely. All right, let's go to the phones. It, be- uh, it better be. It better be possible. And if it's not well, if possible, it possible, then we've got a real problem. Like, like yeah. I, I want these coaches to be able to do that. Yeah, well, I agree with that. If they're not, yeah, man, we got problems. All right, let's talk to Hassan in Strawberry Mansion. What's going on, Hassan? Not much. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Everybody. How Good morning. you doing? Good, doing all right, Hassan. First off, before I get into it, Joe, your habitual line stepper with taking people's answers off the board. You do this every morning. Mm. It's just it's crazy. Well, you got to remember, I got Nostradamus-like power. So I, like his son, I, his son, I'm not going to do it this time. But no, I, I, I know, I know, I know what your answer is going to be. Love the Chappelle Show reference with the habitual line stepper. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> habitual line stepper. Right. But anyway, my Eagles. Yes. I have to agree with you, Joe. Like. I agree with John in the sense of the, the player aspect. Like, he came out. He's covering for his coach. I, I, I seem loyal. Like, I'm with that. I'm with the loyalty. That shows me that the team is cool. But, Joe, I have to agree. I don't believe in his coaching staff. I just don't believe that you have the plays to draw up, to throw out there. Because I watch too much football. And for, for, for years – well, not for years, but that season I called up arguing back and forth when, when they, everybody was saying this was the Oklahoma offense. Lincoln Riley's offense is way more complex than this thing. Like, y'all can cut it off. And Jalen Hurts ran that offense. So you can't tell me that all he could see is one receiver when I saw him do it in college. It's, it's just ridiculous what's being ran out there. Well, I, I, I listen, I don't know the Oklahoma thing as much, but I do think it's way too simplistic here. And Hassan, I'll t- I agree with you. And wow. That no, Hassan. Great point. It's a good it point. It is something that is doable by high schoolers. 
You know, what we're talking about here, it's not it's not rocket science. It's not that complex. It is doable by our quarterback. It 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 must be something else, Joe, because it's not his capability to get this done, like right. reading hot and stuff. Hassan. It, it could be that he doesn't trust the other players. It could be. The wide receivers need to all have the same response yeah. when they see a certain coverage. You know, so so the blame can go elsewhere. It's possible. Too. Hassan, give me a, an unexpected second act. How about The Rock? All right, no, give me the act. As as what? Well, he was a wrestler. Now he's an actor. Okay. All right. So, so That's the ro- a great one. It's a very good. Yeah. Great answer. Great answer. Yeah, okay. Because I just wanted to make sure it wasn't from, like, football to wrestling, you know, because, you know, he was initially a University of Miami player and the whole deal. But The Rock is an actor. Good stuff. All right. And his strength coach when he was at the University of Miami was a strength coach who was here at Philadelphia. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. Six degrees of John Ritchie connection. Yeah. (laughs) How about that? All right. So I have uh, some Twitter poll results from last year, 2023. We'll just sprinkle them in through the show. So let's go back about a year ago. Right um, before the playoffs were going to begin. And the question was second round of the playoffs is. The question was, how how does the Eagles playoff run end? Now, what percentage do you think said the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl? This was January 20th last year before they played the Giants. 80. I would go like 65. Rhea, where are you? Win Super Bowl. What percentage said it? Uh, 77. Ben? 55. Ben's got it. It's, oh. it's 57. And that's a pretty tempered, for how high the expectations were, I'm a little surprised I'm it was really only 57. But do you remember 57. what was going on with the Giants then? The Giants had come into the um, playoffs, and everybody was like, oh, my God, they're yeah. on fire. Yeah, they hadn't actually looked at what the Giants had been doing. Well, the Eagles had also lost two or three, for yeah. what it's worth, yep. you know, down the stretch. And you, you had the Jalen's shoulder thing yeah, and all that. Was, yeah, So that, I, I, let me give you the next one. So this is um, right after the Super Bowl. This is uh, February 13th. What's the biggest reason the Eagles lost the Super Bowl? Lost the Super Bowl. Now, before I tell you the four choices, where do you, what do you suspect – was the winning answer? Fields. Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, Gannon. I Gannon won it. Yeah. Gannon, so Field wasn't even in the poll. It should have been. Gannon was 55%. Defensive players, meaning the way they played, was yeah. 30%. Uh, Mahomes' greatness was 8%. And the call on the Bradbury penalty was 6%. Hmm. Uh, the Field, you know, probably should have been in the poll. But, you know, there were obviously a lot of haymaker answers. All right, let's go up to March 16th. Best player in Philadelphia sports, March of last year, mid-March. Obviously, the big three were in it. I won't, you know, you guys know. I'm trying to put, see, these are in the way it finished, not alphabetical. All right, alphabetical order would be uh, uh, Embiid, Harper, Hertz. Who won it mid, mid-March mid last year? Harper. Ben, Hertz. who won it? Embiid. Embiid did win it. Oh. Now, you got to remember, this is when he's on oh, They March. were playing. Yeah. I just thought they after yeah. the world, the, the run that yep. Harper had had in the playoffs last year, I thought that would have carried M- over. Embiid got it yep. with 48% of the vote. Harper got 28, Hertz got 23. I mean, that's such a prisoner of the moment yeah. thing, right? All right, so we'll keep doing more of this as we move through the show. A little review what people got right, what they got wrong from last year. People, by the way, ourselves included. I mean, believe me, we were voting on these things and probably not literally online, but weighing in with our opinions. And I'm sure I was wrong about a ton. And by a ton, I mean one or two things the entire year. 215 <laughs> 592 Joe to Cameron, John All right, a lot up ahead. We'll ultimately talk to the King at 8 o'clock. But prior to that, A.J. Brown, long-form audio of what he said from yesterday. We're going to play a lot of that coming up next. And plus all your calls. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on 94 WIP. Hey, let me tell you about P.I. Dental Center and how 
if you're ready to invest your, in yourself, and I think you should, how they can help you big time. Because they've got decades of experience in complex dental treatment. You know, I've been a, a patient of PI Dental now for uh, two decades. My mom a patient there for three decades. With Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slough, both board-certified prosthodontists, they specialize in the restoration and the replacement of teeth. PI Dental Center, they are the originators of the teeth in a day. That's a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth and implants placed for a dramatic transformation in a mere one day. If you've got a big old problem with your teeth, your teeth, your gums, pain, maybe issues when you chew, maybe you just don't like the way the smile looks, you don't want to really be in that photograph, uh, if any of this applies to you, know that PI Dental Center can fix you up. Get yourself to PIDentalCenter.com. That's PIDentalCenter.com to request your new patient evaluation. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Brought to you by MHS Lift. A.J. Brown finally spoke, says he's got no issue with play calling or the coaches. In fact, Brown appreciated Nick Sirianni took the blame for the players. There may be things that Nick probably want to fix about himself, and, and, and I'll say, but one thing I can't respect, loyalty is not one of them. And I say that because um, he takes up for us when it has nothing to do with him. And uh, he gets the blame, but that comes with, with, his, with his job. You know, and, and sometimes Jalen does the same thing. Hassan Reddick, Devontae Smith, Jordan Davis on the injury report is not practicing Wednesday. Reddick is sick but is expected to play Sunday. Darius Slay listed as limited. If you're looking for forklifts, a warehouse efficiency assessment, any type of material handling equipment, or if your equipment needs repairs, go to MHSLift.com. Weather brought to you by Window Nation. Mix of sun and clouds, high 44. It's currently 36. Winners here with Window Nation. Replacing those old windows is easier and more affordable than you think. 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. You can now hear every Eagles game on your streaming device. Just download the free Odyssey app or tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP.
that on this uh, Thursday morning. Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. Reminder, tomorrow we'll have some fun with Drop of the Year from 2023. Try to assess the most poignant or what will probably be more like the most absurd moment from our show, 2023. Yeah, not much poignance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's, it's more like, what was that? Yes, it's a lot more of that. <laughs> what is that nonsense? Um, tell you something that happened in 2023, and it was a, it was a tough thing. Uh, I mean, it was a, it was a bit really horrible thing for one person in particular. Anyone that cares about WIP and our, our callers, you might remember the uh, the uh, caller uh, Jerry, the truck driver, um, drove off the road with an eighteen wheeler, um, and we you know I talked to him off the air. This is about four months ago or so, and I said, "Hey, man," he was in a hospital. He was in a hospital. I talked to him and on the phone. I was like, "When you are ready to come in." The door is yours. Like, you walk right in here. Any, you wheel in here. Whatever you got to do. You want to be in here, you're in here. John, he's coming in at 8 o'clock today. He's going to observe our show for a couple nice. hours. Oh, how about that? He has made a lot of progress. He has made a lot wonder. of progress. He's lucky to be alive oh, in the first place. I mean, very. he sent me the pictures of the accident and all that. It was, it's terrifying to think what he went through. I'm so happy he's going to be in. Yeah, it's awesome. he's incredibly lucky to be alive. So, Jerry, the truck driver, one of the great WIP callers, he'll be in here coming up, you know, later today, and we'll... uh We'll certainly roll out the red carpet for him. Seltzer, I don't have a red carpet, so make sure either you or Rex. <laughs> Come on it, man. Yeah, no problem. One of you guys. Yes, I have mine right by. here. It's just ready. <laughs> All right, what A.J. Brown said yesterday. We're going to play it in long-form audio coming up in, in about 20 minutes. So if you haven't heard it or you haven't heard all of it, you're going to hear a huge chunk of it coming up in about 20 minutes. We'll also talk to Howard Askin at 8 o'clock. He was there as it was all going on yesterday. All right, so again, we're trying to assess – in light of what AJ said yesterday, does it make you feel better? Matter of fact, we even have today's Twitter poll question of the day that speaks to that. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. What's the Armin difference? It's simple. It's their people. Well-trained, friendly, and caring. Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. The, the question specifically today, do you feel better about the Eagles' chances this season after hearing AJ Brown speak? Yes is choice A. Definitely yes. Choice B is, yeah, a little bit. Choice C, no, not at all. Now, John, you do feel better. Why? Because that could have been a complete disaster. I was worried that the wheels were about to fall off yesterday. Uh, What he said made me feel like they are communicating. What he said when he defended his head coach was, Wow, this is much better than I expected. When when I thought this could be a, you know, like, Secret, silent, uh, Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz. Why are they, you know, why are they being so immature? Type situation. It's definitely not that. No, and, and we did wa- that. we did wonder if and it was, we've yeah. suffered through that. We know what that ends up looking like on the field, so we don't have to see that yep. debacle. Uh, that and, and that was possible that it was going to go there. We are better off than what I expected. That leaves me feeling more positive. I know that it's looked bad, I know that it can grow. And my question is, and it wasn't asked yesterday, A.J. Brown, you're shaking your head. Is it because when you're talking about Smitty being hurt, you're saying, I need him, we need him. Are you shaking your head because you think it's beneath him and yourself to be run blocking essentially? On third and twenty. Put you another know, way, not not trust not trust it to be go be a wide receiver down the field and go catch a 15, 18, 20 yard catch. Is that yeah. yeah. Is that part of the problem that we're talking about here? That you don't feel as though you're connecting the way you should with your coaches, 
and the players aren't connecting yeah. as they should with the coaches in terms of what your roles even yep, are. Yep. Well, I mean, listen, there's a lot of ways to take this. I'll tell you my my basic assessment of how I felt after absorbing everything AJ said yesterday. I think it's admirable that he spoke and had a lot of people's backs, uh, primarily his coaches, but but also teammates to a, to a large extent. But I will say this concept, and I heard a lot of people say it yesterday, that he saved the season, that you feel this tremendous surge of hope and optimism now based on what he said. I don't feel that at all, uh, at all. I mean, to me, everything he said yesterday, while, you know, for the most part admirable and nice, doesn't fundamentally change the structural flaws that they have with defensive personnel that's just really not good. And scheme-wise on offense, I think they're completely structurally flawed. I mean, completely. Um, so it doesn't change any of that. Now, are they less broken in team spirit than I thought? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go there. I think they're less broken in team spirit than I perceived. But I also would tell you I still think he's probably, probably, I can't prove it, but probably dramatically frustrated with that, that what I'll call structural flaw of the offensive scheme. And, and they didn't really get into that yesterday with them. And I, and I wish there had been a little examination of that because, well, I said a lot of good things about a lot of fronts. It's like, well, Dude, what, what do you think of of this simple offense and, yeah. and how it's not really need, effective this year? I, the, the thing I really need to know, really want to know, AJ, do you believe that Brian Johnson and Nick Sirianni have the chops to get your offense where it needs to be? Yeah. And you know he's not going to answer. He's that. not going to say no, but right. we wonder if he thinks no. Right. That's 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 the or if he hesitates when he answers Correct. or how he answers. 100%, exactly. 100%. All right. So – Long-form audio of AJ. That's in about 15 minutes. Let's go to the phones right now. Uh, and it was fascinating yesterday. I mean, if you haven't heard it in particular, or have only heard a portion of it, I would strongly recommend you stay tuned. It was it was pretty captivating on a lot of fronts. Let's go to Mike right now. Mike, you're on WIP. Good morning, gang. How are we? Doing well, Mike. Yeah. So I look at it like this. I look at it like, you know, a couple of days ago, I was running 104 fever and throwing up violently, and now I have 103 fever. I'm not throwing up as much. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, so you're saying yeah. you still have a problem, and the Eagles oh. still have a problem. <laughs> right. I mean, okay. So, you know what? My, my greatest, well, one of my greatest fears is that we don't have all this distension in the locker room, and it's not as fractured as we thought. I feel great about that, because again, listen, I want Nick to stay. I, I still love Nick. So, okay. I'm good with all that, but that's not necessarily meaning it's going to translate to a better performance on Sunday. And like at the end of the day, that's what this is all about: winning freaking football games. Yeah, that's so, right. You know, you know. So it, it sounds good. I I feel a little nice, but at the end of the day, we're talking about we got to win football games, and I, you know, I, I don't have any kind of comfort around that. Yeah, I don't have much. I mean, I got some. Obviously, against the Giants, they should win. Against the Bucs, they certainly should have about a 50%. I mean, they should have greater than that. But when it really gets real, you know, they're, they're going to face at some point either San Francisco or Dallas. Um, I, I don't have much faith right now. None. I've done. I'm, and, I, and I'm sorry. I, and, John, I want to. I, wa- I hate Mike. being this negative person. I want to. Yeah, but- I do, too. You know, you said something interesting, though. You said, you know, you want Nick Sirianni to be the guy. Like, you, you want him to be better than what you've seen, and you believe that he can be? Well, well I'm not going to say I believe he can be, because I think that I think the jury's still out on that. I mean, listen, it, 
You said you said you love him. You want him to be the guy. I love I I love him as I love him as a person. I love him as a person. Yeah. He does seem like a real. He does seem like a good dude. There's no doubt. Mike, give me a big answer. An unexpected second act. Act. You can win Sebastian Maniscalco tickets today. Never saw this guy coming. Greg Olson. Greg Olson. I mean, yeah, it's unexpected for me. I don't think it's going to be a winning answer. He's he's, very good. He's he's very good. Here's my only thing. I find it unlikely today that I will vote for an athlete to become a commentator in his sport. I mean, I I see... It's never that unlikely. Correct. That's the point. Yes. I mean, what's really unlikely, frankly, is when a guy who's marginal becomes a top-flight commentator or a notable commentator in his sport. And he wasn't marginal, but he wasn't a star quarterback. 100% correct. like a big name. Yeah, he wasn't marginal. He was was a pro bowler. He was a great tight end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But like Just just not your traditional position. I think the standard is um, Jason Witten was so bad at it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Greg also was so good at it. Now, a guy like John Madden, well, he went from player to coach to— He also won a Super Bowl as a coach. Yeah, yeah, he won a coach the whole day. He won a Super Bowl. That's right. Let's go to Kate right now in Medford. Kate, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, Kate. Hi. Um, I'm actually, well, I'm in Voorhees right now, but um, I'm about to start a class, so I have to go. Quick. Go Flyers. You say Voorhees. Go Flyers. Oh, yes, very true. Yeah. So my person is um, Randy Johnson, who you know, Hall of Fame teacher turned sports photographer. It's a great See, answer. That could win. I mean, the fact, because he actually, it's not just a little side like two times a year thing he's Bobby. he actually it's is his a, job yeah yes. he's doing it as a job yeah that's amazing all right kate wonderful answer so ben did you ever meet randy johnson i have met randy johnson we were in the in camp together with the yankees and well that was nasty randy johnson time that's yeah. when he was he was when he was pushing also, photographers out of the way in I new york city faced randy johnson many a time Ooh, that must have been fun you? not fun <laughs> wow not fun you're talking six ten on top of you in yeah. a heartbeat yeah yeah so this this photography thing, I mean, it's got to it's shocking, right? It's Ken Griffey Jr. is doing it too. That's right. Yeah, but no, I, I, I that's a great answer by Kate. Yeah, it's a great answer because you like to see players. I mean, arguably he's one of the best left-handed pitchers of all time. No question. And you know, you got Whitey Ford, you got Steve Carlton, Sandy Koufax, Warren Spahn. Warren yeah. Spahn. No, he's in the top six I or mean, seven he, for he's sure. He's up there, no doubt. He's at the very top. Yeah. Um, you think he's better than Craig Kimbrell? Oh, he was Stop. right. He was a righty, right? Now, he was, I, I, wait, yeah, Kimbrell's right. No, but my fault. Him have my this, fault. My this, fault. My this fault. kind of, you know, the want to do it yeah. is one thing, you know, and have the ability to do it and have the wherewithal to do it. I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So let me it's ask you. Very cool. Let me ask you a question, Ben. It's now um, January fourth. Mm-hmm. Reese Hoskins. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? I think he'll sign with the American League team. Do you think he hasn't gotten? The kind of offer that he hoped he would get is is he is he not going to get that three year forty five million dollar deal? Is that what's slowing this down? They probably want to make sure. I, I I'm thinking he's probably going to get a one year deal somewhere, and just to see if he is okay physically, and to see if he can bounce back. And does that make day. it? Oh, does that, that make it more reasonable the Phillies could climb back yeah, in this? Yeah, that's with no. all. No, because you know, with football, with football, this this type of injury, a lot of times the guy ends up staying over. Jeremy Jeremy year. Macklin, Jeremy Macklin, when he tore his knee in 2013, mm-hmm. yeah. came back in 14 on a one year deal, had a yeah. great year, by the way, had a great year, mm-hmm. and then when he reestablished, got that big deal with Kansas City. Yeah, he goes to the Chiefs. So, but but you're saying the problem is Bryce plays first, Schwerber is your DH, your DH, and that's the problem. There's no, there's just no room for him if Bryce is 
has decided he wants to play first base every day, that's where Bryce is going to play. Well, let me ask you this: and unfortunately, theory. you can't put Schwarber back in left field, so there's no room for him. Well, I'd can you? Can, well, because, can you? Because you know, is it Rojas' time out there still or not? No. Well, no. okay. So, is there a scenario Schwarber is left, Marsh is center, and Reese Hoskins is your DH? Does that come back into focus? No, it's not going to happen. They're going to get another outfielder. They have to. I don't know. I don't. I. I mean, I tend to. I. I tend to think you're right, but I don't trust Rojas to be. Rojas is not going to be on the team. So you think they will sign a really? major league? Yeah, I mean, they. You know, Dombrowski did say he could be right down there in the minors. Yeah. Wow. Well, for how long, though? I mean, yeah, it for... could be a long while. I mean, I go prove it. He just unfortunately he got exposed in the in the playoffs towards the end of the season and the playoffs he got exposed, and there's no coming back from that to start the season, in my opinion. Wow. So you expect a major league veteran-type guy that will be a corner outfielder that, play left field, that yes. they will sign? Yes. Any name that comes to mind? Not off the top of my head. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. Talk to Gerald right now in Germantown. Hi, Gerald. Hey, what's up, guys? First of all, I don't believe nothing A.J. Brown said at that press conference. Because when he walked off the field after that game in Arizona, the first thing he said out of his mouth was, Dumb a play calling. So, yeah, I think he got a call from uh, Howie and maybe Jeffrey. Now, hold on. How do we know that? I have not heard that. When did he say that, Gerald? I mean, how do you know he said that? If if you go back and look at the tape after the way the game ended, when the camera or Fox had the camera on A.J. Brown, he said out his mouth, dumb a play calling. Okay, I didn't notice that. I I hear you. Okay, we'll see if we can – determine if that's accurate but i had not look heard at, that previously try to go back and look, look i think he film. thinks jared i think he thinks it's dumb too i mean yeah. <laughs> i'll say this man the idea that he's saying okay well the other day you know i was mad because you know smitty gets hurt and he's my guy and i need him and by the way what he's saying by extension is don't trust quez watkins don't trust you know oz like that's also what he's saying um but uh, gerald the follow-up is like well, what about the other 15 freaking times you've been frustrated what about last year versus the giants when you have 20 freaking points in a playoff game you know, and it's the fourth quarter, and, like, you're sealing it away. You're about to go to the NFC Championship game, and you're all pouty on the side. Like, what was that one about? It was a different team last year. It was a different team last year with different offense and play calling. Well, I know, I know, not, I know that. He doesn't like Brian Johnson. He said Sirianni stood up for him. Yeah, he did on that play with uh, him and uh, Hurts. But right. he knew that. Sirianni took a bullet for him. Sure that did. That was the only truthful thing he said. But when he walked off that field and that Fox camera was on his face, First thing he said was dumb ain't played. You're the first person I have not. That. I just googled I it. I'm not. I, I tweeted that. I, I feel you, Jared. Right. I'm just saying there is no one on the internet who saw it. So you're the one person alive who saw him say it. At, at game, least so according to the internet. It. All right, Gerald. Give no. me Gerald. Give me an answer for Maniscalco tickets. An unexpected second act. Junior Bridgman. You might not know who he is. He played in the NBA in the '70s. I think he made a total of about. $900,000. He's now worth $700 million. Oh, I have heard of him. I actually read about him recently. Gerald, good good stuff there. Yep, I did read about that guy recently. What did he I don't do know. to I, be so successful? Roger Stallback stuff. Who knows? And I think he might have been. I think this guy might have been real estate. Because, you know, Stallback made like yeah, six, a real estate like tycoon. $600 million He's like a something. tycoon in Texas. Yeah, Stallback is. Uh, but, I, yeah, I did read about this guy. I, I don't remember the specifics. Speaking of the NBA. John, I have in front of me because, again, we're doing some, some Twitter poll results from last year. Just, you know, what people got right, what they got wrong, some notable answers from our poll questions. So let's go to mid-May after the Sixers had lost that brutal second-round series, Game 6, Game 7 to Boston. 
John, the question last year right after the series, who do you blame most for the Sixers' loss? Do you think it was, uh, I'm going to put these in alphabetical order, do you think it was Embiid, Harden, or Doc? Jeez. Hard to remember the circumstance of, of hatred. One guy of won it most dra- dramatically won it. I'm just going to guess that we hated Harden the most at that point. Embiid was blamed the most, mm. and I'm sure I voted for Embiid. Listen, the other guys didn't do great, but Embiid's the guy that's supposed to give you the most. And if you remember, he was so flat in Game 7. Embiid got 63% of that vote. Doc got 20. James Harden got 15%. Here's a question as it relates to the Eagles. Talking a lot about Sirianni. I mean, we always are, but in particularly lately. Mid-June. The question, is Nick Sirianni an elite NFL head coach? First off, not many would say yes right now. I would have said yes a month ago. Honest to God, I would have. But back then, 45% said yes, 11% said no, 42% said don't know yet. The don't know yet looks pretty wise <laughs> with, with that answer. Let's do one more here uh, to late June. Uh, who would you take from the NFC to reach the Super Bowl? Would you take the Eagles we're the field. <laughs> wow. This is like a month before training camp began. All right, oh, James. Buddy. James, what do you think won? The Eagles or the field? Oh, the Eagles definitely won. The Eagles did win the poll. Yeah. Like 70.8%. Si- I was going to say 65. So 29.2. Here, let's do one more. Who will win? This is That li- one, by the way, is wild. <laughs> I mean, it's that high over the field. That's I know. so short-sighted. That's as short-sighted as we've ever been. Because I know I voted... Oh, I, I, oh I voted for the I field. I, I remember that no. one because I was like, it's all of them. Like, that's crazy. It's all of them. That's right. One more here. This was late June. Who's going to win that beer chugging competition tomorrow? Will uh, it be Kelsey or Seltzer? John, what percentage do you think went for James Seltzer? No. I can't imagine anyone. I, I think it was like 15 I think it was 12. Like was him. it 12 percent? 20 percent. Money. Oh, wow. 20%. Better than I thought. All right, here's one more. This is interesting. 20 percent were wrong. Yeah, 20 percent were wrong. All right, one more here. This was in, um, this was uh, July 25th. The, the question was hypothetically at the conclusion of the 2023 baseball season. This is when Trey Turner was really struggling. What date did you say it was? This was July 25th. So when he was struggling a, a, about a, about three weeks before he turned it around. Uh, the question was at the end of this year, if you had the ability to just snap your fingers and undo the remaining 10 years <laughs> and $272 million in Trey Turner's contract. Obviously, the theory is you get to go spend that money on someone else. Um, would you? Yes or no? Yes or no? Ben, where do you think the results came in on this one? July 25th, last summer. 72%. 42% said yes. <laughs> that's it? 57 were stand by you, wow, man. that's great. Yeah, they stood by him and, and, uh, and, and obviously, you know. He's going to be just fine. He should be. Would you? Would you make a, uh, the skipper the other day saying Stott uh, could be his leadoff guy? I, it makes sense. It makes a, a total sense. I still like to see Trey at the top, but um, I, it makes sense for. Is that Stott theory to, to get it. Harper three? Like the theory is you want to go left, right, left, and you want Harper to bat three, not four, and you come back with four being Harper has to hit in the first inning. Period. I don't care if it's second in the two hole or the three hole. He has to hit in the first inning. Well, that's three. He just has to. And you come back and with a righty four, and then, you put, and then you push four over five. Yeah, I said it numerous times last year. He's got to hit in the first inning. He has to. Yeah. He's your most dynamic offensive player. He has to bat in the first inning. 215-592-9494. Ben Davis in studio. Howard with us in 20 minutes. What uh, A.J. Brown said, long-form audio of it. We'll go through that coming up just in about two minutes or so. We're going to get to A.J. 
and what he said yesterday. Let's get to Ken and Cinnaminson right now. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, friends. How are you? We're doing pretty good doing there, well, Ken. Ken. Good to hear. Uh, good to hear Ben early in the year here. Oh, thanks, Ken. Not, not that it's not good to hear all the rest of you guys, but you know, um, what the AJ Brown said yesterday doesn't make any difference to me in terms of how I feel about this season. Um, first of all, it was patently and transparently absurd when Nick Sirianni said after the Seattle game that that was his play because the whole intention was to try and draw pass interference. Well, we knew Well, we sensed, I'm not going to say knew, I strongly sensed, and others did as well, that Sirianni was covering for, as I said it at the time, Jalen Hurts. And I don't know why it, I don't know why it comes as such a revelation to some people that the quarterback who's the guy that has the ball in his hands all the time is the one who ultimately decides where he's going to throw it. So, you know, well, that's the, that's the problem within what AJ said yesterday. That might be the biggest of all. Like we went rogue, like, okay, but you made a horrible decision when you went rogue. Yeah. But Joe, um, horrible decision. Receivers break off and alter routes all the time based upon side adjustments. And, no, I know, but Ken, you know, here's my point. Like John, John talks a lot about, I want the coach to be in his ear to say, hey, do this, right, whatever whatever the this is. So it is entirely possible, Sirianni, you know what he said, or, or Brian Johnson, before that play, when you, get, when you got that time up until 15 seconds, yo, Jalen, get eight yards. We need to get Elliott in there for a field goal. Get eight yards. Like, that could be what going rogue means. Like, do, I, do I think that A.J. Brown run a route that wasn't called for in that play? Probably not. It's probably part of the play. But it was probably designed to go to someone underneath, if I had to guess. I mean, maybe they changed the play in the huddle. I, I don't know. That's another follow-up question we need. But, I mean, this concept of – I mean, it's just dumb football. I mean, there's 13 seconds left. You have one of the three best kickers in pro football. Just get your five to eight yards, get him in there, kick the field goal, go play overtime. you got a great shot to win the game. Everything you said is absolutely right. But this just goes back to the concerns that we've that a lot of us have voiced all year long about – Jalen's decision-making all year long. And so that's just another example of how his decision-making has regressed. So well, I, I agree you know, with you on that. And, and I don't think that A.J. Brown coming out yesterday and, and, you know, kind of clearing the air so that he can, you know, protect his coach and all that, I don't think that changes anything. And, oh, by the way, unless A.J. Brown can play defensive tackle and linebacker and safety <laughs> and corner, right. him standing in front of his locker telling everybody, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I, I didn't mean it. <laughs> you know, please yeah. don't hate me. I mean, that's, that's, it's pointless. At least it's it was pointless. a better I'm sorry than Pat McAfee's I'm sorry yesterday. That guy's a loser. Well, <laughs> Ken, give me an answer. Most unexpected second act. What do you have? Well, um, I mean, this guy left office as, you know, one of the considered a failure as president of the United States and then went on to be just a a guy who changed the world with his with his diplomacy, with his philanthropy, won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2002. Jimmy Carter. Um, Good answer. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. You got it, Ken. Appreciate it. Appreciate that call. All right. Let's get to AJ, what he said. Um, we're going to break this up into four different chunks. We'll react as we go, but each of these will be a couple minutes at a time. We want to really give you a chance to hear the ins and the outs of the AJ back and forth with the reporters and he covers a lot of ground, including in the very beginning, just addressing, you know, why he hadn't talked publicly in recent weeks. Um, let's start there. We'll react as we go. Here's AJ. He was standing in his locker room, surrounded by reporters yesterday. And here's how he started. 
the reason why. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I uh, didn't uh, speak to the media after the game because, uh, you know, I didn't want to be negative, you know. You know, I, 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 I had already transitioned to the mindset where uh, we were going through a tough time. And so me personally, the person I am, uh, who just know uh, I just have to go back to work, you know. And nothing I could do about it, you know. And uh, like, like I said after the game, I said I was raised. If I had nothing nice to say, I'm not going to say nothing at all. So I'm not just about to continue to compound the negative with the negative. So you guys can write more negative stuff. Like, you guys watch the game, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you guys already know. So that's why I was like, there's nothing more that I can say, you know, just to – I'm not trying to make it worse than what it is. And so, you know, and then on top of that, you know, everything that I do, if I say something, I do anything, I'm I'm, I'm classified as a monster, you know, honestly. You know, and it, and it's and it's honestly the, the, the opposite, you know. You saw my frustration on the field. It wasn't about the play call. It wasn't about none of that. It was about – my guy getting banged up, and we're gonna need. I'm gonna need Smitty moving forward, you know, and uh, so. Uh, but that was that was it, you know. I apologize to my teammates today, you know, because uh, they shouldn't have to have to answer questions on my behalf. You know, I'm a man. I can speak for myself. I was actually looking forward to seeing one of the reporters here today because I wanted to ask him a question. I'm still gonna say the question because. Um, he he wrote a story, and I did I did read the story. It was about uh, he was said a veteran said something about me and this and that. So I was gonna ask him who was the veteran, you know, because uh, I just I know who I am, and I know that's 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 not you know you can portray me however you want to portray me, but you know what I'm saying at the end of the day, like I know who I am, and so uh, so I try to be careful what I say because you guys still gonna write. Write it up however you want to write it up. I was a journalism major. Like I, that's what you, that's what your job. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I'm not upset at none of y'all or whatever. But that's just what comes with it. So. Why did you feel the need to apologize? Because because uh. Because to me honestly, because I felt like I was doing the right thing. You know, I, I was doing the right thing as a captain, and uh, by not by not compounding the negative with the negative. Like we're going through tough times. So. Uh, I don't want to continue to be negative, and you know, um, and it took me it took me a couple of days to realize. Like I, my, my teammates are answering questions on my behalf. You know, I can speak for myself. I'm a man, so uh, so yeah. You mentioned that the uh, Devontae's injury was a reason for frustration. At yeah. Home. Have there been other reasons for frustration? Uh, of course. You know, I think that's another thing too. You know, uh, another thing why I wanted to apologize too because. Uh, all you see is AJ Brown frustrated with the Eagles. AJ, AJ this, AJ that. You know, but everybody's locker room is frustrated. So why are you singling me out because I'm frustrated? Like just because I'm shaking my head, I'm showing emotion. You can look at everybody in the stadium has bad body language. They're frustrated. You know, and so yeah, I wanted to clear that up because it's not about me. Like we're all frustrated. So I wanted to clear that up. And your question was, no, about the other sources of the frustration. Yeah, because because. Um, I, I want to win, like I want to win, and I'm, I'm I'm trying to do everything in my power to win. Like, I wake up before the sun come up. I go home when the sun is 
past hours after the, the sun has gone down. Like this, this is this is our life. We dedicate our whole entire life to this. And I'm sorry, I'm cursing, but but it, it's it's serious to us. You know what I'm saying? And so it comes with a frustration because if one man goes the wrong way, a half inch, the play is over. It doesn't work, and that's what happens. And that's what actually happened that last drive. You know that. Brian is getting crucified on that on on the play call or whatever that that second play, if somebody go the left and and, and block a certain person, it's a thirty yard touchdown by Jalen. He he runs in. All right, good start by AJ so far, right? He's he's you know accountable, authentic. He's you know now I will say there's still that reality of a teammate still told you know Marcus Hayes that like AJ's actions are causing problems. He can't just gloss over that. I mean that's the perception at least for one teammate, probably for more than one, but for the most part. To me, a good start by AJ with how he's how he's putting it out there so far. I uh, yeah, it was it was him trying to be accountable. It was him admitting without saying it directly. Hey, I did the wrong thing. I was dealing with this out of frustration yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's trying to come out yeah, and say. To me, all good. That's so very positive. All good so far. Let's uh, continue. Although, as, go ahead. I disagreed with what he said on the second play of that uh, th- that series. I don't think it was going anywhere. No, I I, I went back. I, Jalen I tried wasn't to turning. Take- he wasn't turning the corner on the guy that was pursuing him right right from the jump. He wasn't um, turning there, the corner on that guy. There was no chance on that play. Did he there say at some no point somebody missed chance. a block? As he was insinuating. Yeah. That, yeah. Insinuating. Yeah, well, yeah. that play did not have a chance. I agree. Buda Baker was all over it. Yep. Buda Baker was destroying their their offense at that stage yeah. of the game. All right, let's continue as AJ yesterday continued. For the people that question whether you're upset with targets and you talked about a reporter yeah. addressing things, how do, you, how do you address that when you hear people – questioning that you're upset because it's kind of an individual thing you know i already kind of addressed that but you know that's something i can't really control you know uh honestly man i don't even ask for the ball in the game i don't even talk to to brian or i don't say nothing to nobody like smitty is the one vocal he's the more vocal one y'all don't even see that but <laughs> but i don't say nothing during, during the game i don't ask for the ball like you know but but, you know, if, if a wide receiver says anything, then, oh, he's classified as a diva. He's want the ball. No, like, maybe I'm holding my teammates accountable, you know? Like, like we have those tough conversations. But but if a quarterback does it, then it's – don't nobody say nothing. But but if a receiver does it, then then it's the end of the world, you know? But, you know, that is what it is, and I can't control that. You know, I know who I am, and, and, I, and, I, and I try to push my teammates, you know? And I'm not going to change who I am, you know? And that's what it is. With Nick and Jalen, you three have won a lot since you've yeah. been here. Mm-hmm. What have you learned about your relationship with Nick and Jalen during this kind of down? I can tell you, I can tell you, uh, I can tell you, uh, uh, that that may be things that Nick probably want to fix about himself, and, and and I'll say, but the one thing I can't respect, loyalty is not one of them, and I say that because um, he takes up for us when it has nothing to do with him. And uh, he gets the blame, but that comes with with his, with his job, you know. And, and sometimes Jalen does the same thing, and uh, just like Brian, he get the end, the wrong end of the stick sometimes when it be us. But because, I, like I said today, the coaches played played zero snaps this year. It is not the coaches; it is us. And so, but like I said, if one person goes the wrong way, the whole play is over with. And and as you guys see, it is glimpsed. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is highs and lows. It goes just like this, and so that's why I feel like 
that's why honestly I feel like we are close. We are close to to continue to continue to get better and continue to, to to take that next step. You know, with all this freaking adversity, we we right there. That's what happens when you're trying to get to the next step. Gravity pulls against you. Everything pulls against you, and I think that's what this team is going through right now. And I think once we fight through that, push through that, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be right where we need to be because I know we got great people in this locker room. We got good people. All right, that's AJ yesterday, and then we're gonna continue to play more of this as we go. I'll say this. That part at the end, I mean, it's all nice. It's, it's good and well. He believes in guys in the locker room, good people. Cool, fine. I mean, there's a lot of truth there. But the defense still stinks. Mm-hmm. The coaches are, in my opinion, still currently overmatched with the way they're, they're scheming this thing up. I mean, the team, the players, and he's not addressing this, but he would not doubt it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't shoo it, if I'm sure, if it came up. The team still continues to make dumb mistakes on the field, the players. I mean, they just – so – you know, and the offense is just still too simple. It's nice to have good people. It's not, I mean, well, he, I, I think it's man. I wish he would have said something different here. This is, uh, he said, there's a lot that Nick might want to change well, about himself. And John, which I'm thinking, wow, okay, if and I'm that, Nick, wow, and that was after a long, like, 15 Ooh. seconds of let me figure out. He's asked about his relationship with Nick and Jalen. Yes. And it took him about 15 seconds. He was like the roadrunner yeah. running in place before he answered it because there's more of that to me. That's a good catch by you, John. That was a big one. Yeah, what does that mean? And how, does that do all the players feel that this coach needs to change a lot of things about right. himself for them to have a chance to win? And is it about him and the way that he mean? presents himself to the team, or is it just about sure. a scheme? About, I mean, or how he presents himself about... to the world, like and games <laughs> sure. and all this stuff we always talk about the sideline. We, right. we, I mean, I don't it doesn't bother me, but it might bother players. We have no idea. What yeah. are these things that Nick needs to change about himself? Yeah. Uh, the one thing that he singles out and says, "Hey, he's good on this," is loyalty to the players. That shouldn't matter as much as things like football acumen you know like the ability to get them in the right play at the right time the ability to understand why the defense is struggling like not not don't give me stats about how we're ranking and missed tackles <laughs> yeah, I don't was want, I, honestly I, I don't want to know that your your description of why the defense is struggling as filtered through an offensive coach's mind I don't want that. I want a real head coach saying why the defense is struggling and how he's going to fix yeah. it. The only problem there, I like what you're saying, John, but he can't say, the head coach can't really say the main reason. The players just aren't good enough. Yeah, Defensively, they're actually just not good yeah, enough. All right, AJ, AJ continued on. Nick's talked about the conversations that you guys have had the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I guess how would you characterize those conversations? How do yeah. you feel coming out of them? I felt fine. Like, I, I – uh, People say I'm beefing with Nick. I'm I'm not mad at Nick. I don't I'm not mad at nobody. Like like we have a great relationship. Like I said, like I I got a ton of respect for for Nick. Cause like I said, he take over for us when when it be us, you know. And I even said for for example, I'm I'm, I'm gonna get detail. For example, I know that's what I want anyway. But I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get detail. Uh, like for the Seattle game, that was on us. Like we we messed that up. We 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 improvised and we went on our own and Nick came out and said, "Oh, I I I wanted uh, to try to get a flag or something something crazy like that." It's like he really made himself look like look look like a, a fool for us. I have nothing but respect for him. Like you know what I'm saying? Cause not all coaches do that. You know what I'm saying? So like, bro, bro, we rhyme with Nick. We rhyme with Brian. 
we just got to come out. We just got to play ball. That's all it is. It is either one person messing up or something like that. And I'm not saying that somebody just trying to mess up, but it happened. We human. You know what I'm saying? So like, but like I said, it's highs and lows, and you see the glimpses. So that's why I'm like, but we right there. We right there, despite everything, despite everybody saying this or saying that. Like we right there, and and we know we are, and that's the only thing that matters. That we know, we know. You can say whatever you want to say, but when it happens, then it's gonna be like, oh, what is going on? Oh, oh, oh. What if it don't happen? Then well, we're gonna try again. That's just what it. That's what it is, and that's what you how you have to approach life. All right. Again, admirable on a lot of fronts. He's taking accountability. He goes out of his way to you know take you behind the curtain of that ridiculous play in Seattle and has the coaches back. But again, a lot of this to me is like good, but good, but the but is, but they made a decision to go rogue, or as he said, improvise. And it was a dumb decision with 13 seconds left. I mean, the reality is it is the players actually out there. It's going to be the players out there, you know, come Tampa Bay probably. And are they going to make dumb decisions? And is that going to, you know, and is that part of what has been costing the Eagles? I mean, John, you know my theory. I think I think Sirianni plays some peekaboo with Hertz, and I've been very clear about this for weeks. Is I don't think he fully trusts Hertz's decision making out there. I I believe that. I believe, and I've told you that. I think it's absurd, uh, because the, I don't the, know, man. The decision making has not been the issue for the most part with Jalen through through the years. But it's He's so but it's so simple the way they do it. You know, like with, I I agree. It's it's too simple. And is that it's, why it's simple. part of why our offense is getting stopped? I, I we need to branch out. It's time to complexify yeah. this thing, and and you certainly can. It, you you certainly can get less predictable by running a new set. You can get less books, predictable, but I don't know that hurts to be good at it. That's the problem. I I, I promise. I don't. You, I, if we go three by one instead of two by two, Jalen's going to feel pretty similar. Like I I think he can approximate the same performance. That doesn't make that big a difference. It makes a big difference for the way they cover it. And if they're yeah. just so locked in and accustomed to seeing the same thing over and over from our offense, they're going to be better at stopping it. You and I do see it different. By the way, this audio, I want to thank Dave Uram from KYW News Radio. Dave recorded this entire thing for us and provided this whole full-form audio of Jalen uh, of uh, A.J. Brown yesterday for us. So thanks to Dave Uram, KYW News Radio. Let's play one more snippet here, then we'll get to the King Howard asking calls and reactions on this. One more. This is the uh, the way it all ended. About two more minutes here of AJ yesterday at his locker room. They don't play. Do the coaches play? Do you, have you seen a coach on film play? Well, it shouldn't be no question about it then. Honestly, when you look at the weight of these guys, and I'm not calling out. I'm not. I'm not just bashing my team or nothing that. But I'm just saying. But like, it's it, like you don't know. You shouldn't blame nobody who don't lace their cleats up. So I'm not saying that we are blaming it or or whoever media blaming. It. I'm just saying we play. When it comes to Jalen, um, what are the, the pluses and, and if there are any drawbacks of being essentially best friends with the quarterback when you're going through some less than ideal? I think um, honestly, you know, uh, with being friends, I think uh, conversations get blown out of proportion. You know, sometimes it may be, it may look heated than what it really may be. You know. And, and nowadays everything is broadcast. If we have a conversation and we we we're arguing, I'm arguing about targets or something like that. And in reality, just something that we may saw or he he didn't see or I didn't see, or something was said, and and that that be the end of the end of it. You know, it's, it it does it doesn't be that deep. But the media, the reporters say whatever, on on TV, the commentators say whatever, the whole world go with it, and that's just how it happens. So. 
hey Jim, you said you're not complaining about targets, but um, you haven't had a 100-yard receiving game in the baseball game. You haven't had a touchdown during this losing streak, and, mm -hmm. and you only had one target in the second half. Mm -hmm. Isn't targeting you part of the solution? I mean, I, I, I'm always say, like I said last year, if you throw me the ball 105 times, I'm going to run 106 times. That, that's me as a wide receiver because I feel like I can change the game in the moment. But if I don't get the ball, all right, he may felt like that was best. So there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not, I, like I said, I was not mad about the, the the call or whatever. I was upset at my partner going down. I saw he got rolled up. And now, because I know I'm going to need Smitty down the stretch. So... That that's what it was, and people may not believe that, but I don't care, man. It's, it's, it's the point, like, I don't care. You know, I don't care. They gonna create whatever narrative, and like, like I'm splitting the locker room and all this. That's that's bull. And and honestly, I'm kind of glad. Uh, what's the name? What's the reporter name? Who? The, Mark. I'm, I'm kind of glad he he's not here because I was gonna ask him because I wanted to, I want to know like who's saying that because I know my teammates are around for me. They they and I'm around for them. All right, that's A.J. Brown. That was yesterday. It was about 10 minutes of audio of A.J. Um, look, I think he kept it real. I mean, I really do. I think he kept it real. And uh, I didn't love the implications of everything he said. But I admire his decision to stand up there, as he said, like a man, and address things. Uh, I think it is a much more of a positive than a negative because you can put some of this stuff behind you in the rearview mirror. But it doesn't, for me, fundamentally solve most of the issues that exists with the Eagles that I think will, will hamper them and ultimately, well, you know, kill them come playoff time. But we'll see. We'll I agree say. with you. It doesn't solve the, the root of the problem. But if you're A.J. Brown, why did you do this? Why Yesterday? Did you, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, sorry. Why did you stop talking initially? Yeah. Which Well, he, you know, said, he, he answered that. He said he didn't have anything good to say, so he didn't want to say anything. I, I mean, I understand. that's the why. I, I get it. Yeah. But, like, in practical application, it is your job, yeah. and you are getting fined for not speaking to the media. Like, it yeah. is a big deal. You drew this attention to yourself. I agree with that. For a reason. What was the reason? For that and and did you accomplish? I think he was trying to be. I think for. he was trying to be a team player. Honest to God, I, I, part, I do. I think he, I think in part he wanted to shine a light on on some issues at hand, and maybe he accomplished that. No, I like, view it. Like, the, it I view it, it the other way. John. It, I think he was trying like, to not shine an, an issue. If he told you what he really thinks of Sirianni scheme, that's why he didn't. That's why he didn't want to talk. That's my that's opinion. Not going to come right. out and just that's, say it. That's right. the truth. That right is the there. truth. That's true. That's the truth. Right. But what I'm saying is, I think maybe he got that across. Well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how people interpret it. Ben, go ahead. That was the most passive-aggressive passive news conference I've ever heard. <laughs> so you think he's holding all sorts of stuff back? He just said, if you throw me the ball 105 times, I want it 106 times. But he said he never asked for the ball during the game. I don't believe that. Come on, man. That was so passive-aggressive. Okay. It's 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast today from the Tasty Cake Studio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Treat your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.